Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Ninja on the Ball podcast where we are on the ball with the people that know. As I mentioned, um, we'll be giving you unique insights and experiences from those on the inside of the industry who have done it, who are still doing it. Um, and of course today we have another special guest. Um, he is a content creator, football writer, and he's the host of the First X Minute podcast, uh, wrote to me, Daramola. Um, Rotimi, thank you for joining us today. Hi, DJ. It's good to be here. Thank you for having me on this podcast. It's a pleasure. Um, so, of course, um, I gave just a little bit of an introduction to you there. Um, for people that don't know, you know, um, Rotimi is also, he's kind of a bit like my own personal podcast sensei. Uh, <laughs> he's um, the one that introduced me to um, how to how to do the podcasting stuff. So, um so, uh, wrote to me, um, of course, you know, one of the first questions we have to ask is, um, wh where was the origin of your interest in podcasting? Where did that come from? Uh, first, I'd like to say thank you for the opportunity. This is the first time I'm, not, I'm appearing on another podcast, funny enough. <laughs> I'm always on my podcast, running the show, but now um, I have to follow the script given to me by my friend, um, Deji. Um, and I'm honored to be called the Sensei, I think is the first. Um, with, with the way I'm going with the podcast, it might necessarily not be the last, but it's good to be here. Um, I stumbled on podcast, um, podcasting and podcast itself, I think in 2015, but I like to say my love for podcasts started with, like I tweeted once, uh, it started with transistor radios and spreading batteries in the sun because I couldn't afford to buy um, new batteries. You remember that... Um, the world is quickly transitioning from traditional media to digital media now. So what used to be radio back then for us has now become podcast. Podcast, as I like to call it, is now radio on demand. Um, that means if you want to listen to football content on demand, you can easily search the, 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 the internet for podcasts, even YouTube videos about soccer, tactics, football management, game highlights and the likes. So podcast is radio, you're radio on demand. You want to listen to some crime horror stories. They're they virtually podcasts on um, everything. So my journey to podcasting started with um, transistor radios and those tiny little batteries that I needed to buy to listen to radio stations. Um, I'll leave my radio, my transistor radio on. I'll sleep off with it on and when I wake up, the transistor would still be on playing. And you know, back then, the radio stations used to close and then open later. So um, when it's 10, they sing the national anthem and then everybody goes to bed. And then by 7 or 5 a.m. in the morning, they're back up again. So that was where the journey began. Then in 2014-15, I stumbled on a site where I saw podcasts and I clicked, I listened, and it was like the beginning of the love for podcasts. And I just started following some few um, podcast episodes, um, some um, podcasters um, online started looking at what they were doing, YouTube channels and all of that. And that was how the whole journey um, started. Um, wow. So um, that's quite some time. You went all the way back. <laughs> um, so, of course, for um, people listening, you know, um, who want to get on a, a better understanding of um your mindset or maybe um, how you made some decisions. Mm. How did you choose which topic to podcast about? Uh, it was easy for me um, because 
I I love I love football. Now, n- not necessarily as the average guy would love it because I really don't know how much the average guy would love it. But most of the time, I see myself as somebody who likes to not only talk about the game, but also I love seeing what's going on behind the scenes. That's why I'm stuck on the YouTube channels of specific football teams where they have the, their media teams um, take fans to the backstage of what is happening. Not necessarily what is on the pitch, but the tunnel cams, um, the exclusive football training interviews, and all of that. So um, those were the things that um, got me very, very interested and saying, okay, you know what, in 2018, which is when I started my podcast channel, and November 2018 to be precise, I'll just get it started with, get my podcast. I, I didn't even know, funny thing is, even up to now, I still don't know what I'm doing because most of the time, I feel like every day we gain knowledge. Back then, I didn't even know, I just knew I wanted to talk about football. I wanted to talk to people about football, get different opinions because football is the kind of sport that if you see more than two people agreeing on something, then something is definitely wrong somewhere. Everybody always have divergent opinions and views. So I wanted to talk to people, um, uh, the politicians, the stakeholders, the football players themselves, media management teams and the likes, and to just get their opinions on the round that I gave from the angle um, with which they are dealing with the sport. So I, it was about my passion first. I wanted to talk about football. I loved football, although the love has gradually diminished now, but I just wanted to talk about football from my um, experience with the game. I wanted to just view what people also know, what people also feel, what people also would like to talk about um, when given the chance to talk about football. So first, I wanted to talk about um, football with people. Then secondly, I also wanted to um, wanted the podcast to serve as some kind of channel for people to not necessarily vent, but get their word out there. A lot of people watch and maybe after talking with their friends, they're okay and they're like, okay, fine. But deep inside, they still want to talk about one player. Deep inside, they still want to talk about their squad, the team, the, the, the players that should be in there, players that should not be in there. So generally, it was just for me, okay, you know what? It's going to be my own football show where I get a whole lot of people on and then they talk about whatever they want to talk about. As you must have listened or heard about, a lot of people talk about the atmosphere in my podcast. I just let people just, you know what, come, enjoy yourself, talk about whatever you want to talk about your club. Is it, is it a rival club? Is it the history of your club? Whatever. Just talk to me about everything that is going on in your head during gas football. So my idea basically for the podcast was, this is going to be a podcast not just for um, football in your but also for the football fans to come and express themselves. So, um, so now that we've got an understanding of, you know, where the idea came from, if I was, you know, if somebody asked you, you know, maybe just a small little elevator pitch, or maybe, you know, somebody catches you just for a second and says, hmm, um, you know, we've heard about your podcast. We've heard about you. Um, if I gave you, you know, 30 seconds, how would you describe your podcast? What is your podcast and how would you describe it? <laughs> my podcast okay uh, let me not let the 30 seconds start counting and say um, when i first started my podcast was supposed to be about 10 minutes of football talk but now it's a podcast about football and it's a podcast for the football fans 
I think that's the shortest that I can come up with because I talk about football when I'm inviting guests on the podcast. And when I invite guests on the podcast, they talk about their love of football. So the first six minutes podcast is a podcast about football and is a podcast for the football fans. Thank you for that. That is very straight to the point. Um, as we mentioned, first X Minute podcast, guys. Um, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow the podcast. Um, you know, Rotimi is very consistent with releasing episodes. So uh, <laughs> make sure you check it out. Um, for, um, of course, you know, um, like I mentioned at the start, um, you know, you, you, you're kind of like my own podcast sensor. You're the one that put me through, um, helped me, you know, some guidance as, as to how to get on. For some people who maybe want to start their own podcasts, um, what are some, you know, some advice that you'd give them and what, where is the best way for them to find information or to go about beginning? Uh, uh, thank you very much, Deidre. Um, first, I'd like to say, I see a whole lot of people starting podcasts and abandoning the podcast. Now, it's unforgivable when you give your audience a a timeline to follow say maybe you publish podcast weekly and then you go you just go on holiday for four weeks and then you come back again and expect those same people to still try to follow your brand it doesn't work that way a whole lot of people are busy and the fact that people take out time weekly to listen to your podcast episode should give you a cue that yeah you have your base already and you should consistently feed your base which leads me to my first point you should not be thinking about podcasting if you are not going to be consistent. I beg you. I, I, I really, really beg you. And this is the part where I go to something I'm also passionate about, which is content creation. Please, podcasting is about content creation. Dear listener, if you're not going to be consistent, I, I, I mean, consistency has different variations. You can be consistent once in a month. You can be consistent once in three months. If that is the if that's the period it takes you to create one solid piece of amazing content that could blow up the internet basically or that will even touch two to three lives depending on your goals and ambitions for your brand i think you should just stick to that don't tell people you will be producing weekly content and then you don't produce content for the next one month they will see you as unserious they will not engage with your brand and whenever you're talking, they're probably just going to be saying to themselves, that guy that is not as consistent as it should be. And just in case you're thinking, people are watching. A whole lot of people are watching, whether you have 15 million followers or whether you have just five followers. I've heard people, my friends, tell me that my name was being mentioned in circles that I was not even present in the conversation. And they say, oh, that guy that is running um, a, a particular football podcast in a particular state in Nigeria. I mean, they say a whole lot of things. Some good, some not so good. But you get the message. The consistency cons consistency got me past the 100th mark um, number of episodes. I did that in less than two years. And it was because I just wanted to be consistent with the brand. I just wanted to consistently put content out there. Now, this is another part. Produce good content. Because you want to be consistent, you cannot reduce the quality of your content. You may, you will say that I've never spoken about, oh, get a mic or get a podcasting platform. You need to first settle all of that because you can't buy expensive mics. You can get um, subscriptions on um, podcast um, hosting platforms, but it's the content that's going to sell your brand. If you don't have solid content, 
if you ask me and you say, oh, Sensei, like they just give me the title now, I'll probably just add it to my bio on Twitter. Um, so Sensei invited me and he says, oh, okay, you know what? Um, please check out my podcast. I've heard of you and um, I see you as somebody who has been in the game for quite a while. Please check out my podcast. Oh, surely I will definitely do that. I will listen in. And if I check through the timeline and I see maybe you have five episodes and the first episode was probably six months ago. Then the second episode, five months after, or maybe two months after. And then the third episode, maybe two weeks after. I'm going to be like, the consistency is not there. Then when I listen to your content and I see that you don't really have stuff that is solid enough. Now, I might not necessarily be the judge of something that is solid enough if it is outside maybe football industry or the content creation industry, but we all know when we hear solid. We all know when we see solid and we say, oh, oh that's great. That's great content. Maybe it's the mix of the, um, the, 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 the audio balance or the audio engineering or the sound engineering of the podcast, the perfect blend of music intervals, the perfect blend of the, the type of questions asked during the podcast episode. So all of this you have to think about before you even start saying, let me choose a name for my podcast, which is the next topic now. So I've spoken about consistency. I've spoken also about your content. Then you can now go for your name. Your name, remember, of the name of the podcast has to, um, what's the word now? Has to be in line with your brand or the, 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 the brand you're selling. What do you want to do with your podcast? Okay, if the podcast is, um, you say, a music podcast. And you can find something musical um, about the topic. Well, it's not necessarily a string tight um, um, topic, this, this third point I'm making, but you want to be able to have a topic that resonates with people. You have to, you need to have the topic that when it's being mentioned, they're saying, oh, yeah. It's really is easily relatable to music. My podcast, the title of my podcast has nothing to do with football. The first X Men's podcast. That's what you probably might think. But let me give you an idea. In Betton, there's a market called the first ten minutes. So that was basically first the idea that okay, first X minutes, first ten minutes, X in Roman is ten. And um, I was like, okay, you know what? Let's do first X minutes. So most people that first came, they, they did have the idea. So I had to explain all over and over and over. Then when podcast episodes were running into the 30 minutes and the 40 minutes, I once had a podcast episode of one hour, 30 minutes. And I was afraid because I thought people would not listen to it. It probably ended up being the second most listened to podcast on my podcast um, series because people wanted content. And after they listened to it, they said it was long. I don't write one. They, they, they left off better than when you started listening to the podcast. So you need consistency. You need the topic to talk about. You need the title. Excuse me. You need the title for your podcast. Then, this is where people get it wrong. You can start anywhere you are. That's the first thing you need to know about podcasting. When I say anywhere you are, maybe if I'm sure the listeners now are um, Deji's listeners and also people who I will definitely be redirecting to this masterclass. And I'm calling it a masterclass in my head because I've never spoken about podcasts like this before. And um, for all the audience that will be listening to this, you can start anywhere. I started with my phone. I remember my first conversation with um, Deji. Oh, we spoke about Arsenal and Spurs and, and all of that. 
I, I was recording on my phone. I, I, I called him on WhatsApp. I recorded conversation via another application on my phone. Because I wanted, I needed, I wanted to do it. I was passionate about it. So no was not an answer for me. I didn't have to go and get a five hundred dollar or five hundred pound mic, and then okay, I'll now say, oh, yeah, I'm now, I'm now, I'm, I'm fulfilled because I have a mic. I started with my phone, and if I hadn't started with my phone, I wouldn't have had the likes of um, um, Debola from the BBC or other big shops that are um, featured on my on my podcast because I would have been waiting for the perfect time. Oh, I need to get a mic, then I need to get um, maybe a, um, a, a an editing app that is going to be paid for, then, oh, I have to pay for a podcast hosting subscription and all of that. You can't, there, there's so many free podcast hosting um, websites out there. All you need to do to learn, which is the fifth one now, you can start from anywhere you want, which is the first one, then the fifth one, learn, learn. Go to YouTube. There's so many, there's a ton, a ton of content that you can easily learn from. Not necessarily about the mics. Of course, you need to know about the mics so that as you progress, nobody, everybody starts from somewhere. If you have the budget, quite alright, you can go for all the mics. I'm not the your go-to person for mic types and the editing softwares because I feel like I say I started from the basics and I'm still going there. I'm not there yet, so I'm not an authority when it comes to the type, the best mics you should get or the best um, audio editing softwares you should get. But what I'm saying is that. You can start wherever you are. If you have an interest in podcasting, you can start wherever you are. Then you also need to learn. Learn about audio editing. Learn about um, mics. Learn about uh, podcast hosting platforms. The ones that are um, that would not hurt your pocket so much, depending on your budget. So you need to keep learning. Up till now, I'm still learning. I'm learning about various platforms. I'm learning also about different ways to start a podcast there's a particular time i was i listened to 10 of my episodes recorded and i realized that i have an issue with how i ended my podcast so i needed to tweak things up a little bit i needed to i was just working for the next three months i was working basically not on podcast episodes but i was working on how to give the podcast episode a befitting ending so that it's because it's like a journey it's it's what we are doing now is written words, but it's, it's, it's words, but it's just spoken words rather than written words. We can easily transcribe all of this and put it on the website, and then with the right keywords and with the right specific keywords, it will probably rank maybe in the top two of um, search engine result pages for maybe how to start a podcast or how to run a podcast or seven key things to note before you start a podcast i'm giving the ideas in case he <laughs> needs to have a website and then he'll put it up somewhere so all i'm saying is this is content and the world is gradually transcending away from well we never can transcend from written words totally but everybody's going to audio now a lot of people are so lazy that they don't want to read i, I have friends who would rather hear the words being read to them while they do something else rather than stick to the screen and be reading from line to line and from word to word. So if you are in an industry where you look around and say, yeah, I still have a space, no matter, how, let, let me put this also, no matter how crowded your market or industry is, there's space for you. Before I started my podcast, there were, there were terms of podcast episodes that sometimes I listen to them, I'm like, 
man, I really can't make content this good. I, I don't, I can't, because I'm a one-man team. They probably have like a 20-man team, the editing team, the audio team, the production team. Imagine I have a podcast, I am, and I'm the only one-man team of the podcast. I edit the podcast, I record the podcast, I do the content strategy of the podcast on social media when it is done, but I'm still getting things done. So I'm not saying all of that to, for you to say, oh, sensei, great one, you're so good. No, I'm just telling you that you can do it if you want to do it. You can start from anywhere you are. If you have a laptop, that's fine. It's fantastic. You can start recording. You have a phone? If you're listening to this podcast, one way or the other, I think you have a phone that can record. I mean, save if it's your own voice for five minutes or ten minutes. Try it out. Give it a shot. Go to YouTube. Soak up content. Yes, I know there can be information overload, but at this stage, all you need to know is what you should know. Go to your anything, modify it um, in your own way, and give your own brand, give it your own brand's touch. So, um, in the long run, I think those are just the basic things you should know. The way you keep getting higher, then you can, if you have the money, you can hire people. If you are not even interested, because um, for me, I'm basically interested in just creating the content i really do not like when it comes to editing my podcast uh, it takes a whole lot of energy because i'm just about the creating of the content so um most of the time some people like editing and they don't like creating the content and uh, vice versa so depending on your personality you might like creating but you might not like editing at Think that's a point where you should get somebody who's going to edit your podcast for you so um i think i've touched on all the basics then podcast hosting well you will find reviews go to a search engine type in the keywords free podcast hosting platform and i think the search engine will help you to get the result that you want so those are the basic things that you need to get sorted out before you can um even start thinking about um podcasting or writing at the top as you said um there's so many ways to go about it um you know youtube for me has you know been such a great tool um you know when i first started of course i was looking at all the most expensive options um which then i realized that i can't spend this amount of money <laughs> so um then i went on youtube and you know there were people who were saying um record podcasts for free and then i realized you know it, you can actually do it you know i originally thought it was just clickbait because I know a lot of people, you know, they put those type of titles to draw people. Yeah, yeah. But then when you actually click on it, you find out that it's not actually free. It's just a, um, <laughs> it's just their way of getting you to listen. Um, so you know, they were doing a very a lot of unique things. You know, they were they were talking about how um, you know you can find a room in your house where it doesn't echo, where the sound, uh, you know, you can practice sounding certain things mm -hmm. and see how it sounds on your podcast. Um, you can open windows in order to you know create a breeze which assists with the um the sound again um they were talking about angles which you can you know if you're recording from your phone angles which you can hold your mobile phone mm -hmm. to get the best um thing to avoid the mumbling sound for those who have recorded they'll know that there's sometimes the that, um the vibration sound you can hear you know uh, when you're recording from your phone mm -hmm. so you know youtube shows you so many different ways to do it so you know if you have money if you don't have money and you want to start a podcast you know there's so many ways to go about it there's so many tools out there um the internet is the great equalizer as i always call it um you know it you know it gives access to people from so many different backgrounds and it you know it helps us get you know information which normally we wouldn't have access to 
So it's you know it's it's definitely a, a a very useful tool for those who are listening. Um, you did mention it just a little bit at the start. Um, about how about this? Well, you you did answer this question. I'm about to ask you just a bit at the beginning, but um, just to clarify for people listening, because I always want to be clear. Um, the next question is, um, how do you build a following for your podcast? <laughs> that is um, always a tricky one because. Uh, People are busy. You need to get that. That's a, if if you're creating content, you need to realize that people are busy, and your content is not the all in all. Your content, when it goes out, is competing with two things: people's attention and other content that's already out there. I mean, you can imagine the number of let's not even talk about websites now. The number of podcasts that we currently have. I mean, sometimes I go through the list of podcasts that people already have now. And I say to myself, how is it that some of my episodes get the amount of listens that they get? I mean, it, it has to be something. It's still mysterious to me. I haven't figured it out. I'm still figuring it out because there's so many top, top quality content out there. And then people still decide that outside all of that they will still listen to your podcast so there definitely has to be some science to it but there definitely has to be some calculations to it so how i started I, basically for me if you ask me how did i build a following consistency consistency because there is no way you can build a following people want to follow what they can benefit from if you're not consistent with great stuff, regardless of how great the content you produce is, people will not follow you. They will, they will, they will engage your content once in a while. But I was producing as many as two per week, and um, I even put the dates then on the podcast. I think um, Monday, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. That's like last year, though. This year, I just scattered the whole thing, and but I always ensure that at least I produce one podcast episode at least one podcast episode every week because the podcast episodes have become long-form content now, sometimes 45 minutes, sometimes 30 minutes. And um, to be able to load up people with two of that kind of, because it's mostly interviews or mostly me just going on and on and on and on and on. So I feel like, okay, the audience that I have, they are in the range of say 18 to um, 55, yeah, 18 to 55. So I feel like I said, the, those kind of that kind of audience range they ha usually have a whole lot of things to do at some point in time so if you give them one or two quality content per week i think it's still it's still very much reasonable yeah the daily most of the gurus will say oh create daily podcast content and all of that yeah it's cool it also helps with consistency but sometimes if you might be in an industry where there isn't much to talk about on a daily basis oh of course there's always things to talk about but you don't want to sound like a broken record. You don't want to say the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. So once or twice per week um, should help you out again in that industry. So consistency for me, then I, I was also, um, there's this quote by Newton. Um, I, I, I think it's something about standing on the shoulders of those that went ahead of me. So I was leveraging on my following i already had a following on twitter mostly football based following so i leveraged on that i started tagging a whole lot of people to listen in 
at some point in time when I started feeling guilty because at some point that I felt guilty that I tagged so many people so many times. So I just started dropping the podcast episodes I was sharing on Twitter and um, basically Twitter and um, Facebook, uh, just the links. I'll just, I'll just share them on the links and people would follow, people would contribute, people after they've done listening, of course on my WhatsApp status because that's more personal and people would listen in. That was like last year. This year, um, I built such a following to the extent that I could drop um, podcast episodes without um, tagging anybody or without mentioning anybody and still it will get a number of listens before I now start the content strategy, which leads me to the next point, content strategy. Um, you don't just drop your podcast and then leave it and then say bye-bye to it. And then when there's the next podcast, you share it again. You can break your podcast into tidbits where you first you share the link, then secondly, you take maybe like a quote or two quotes from the podcast then you also share it with the link also at a different time also that's what i was talking about when i said content strategy so it's no big grammar it's not as if i'm dropping some um something that's top notch or that is so high up in the sky so it's about <laughs> not necessarily just dropping it once if they just says they just says oh um please listen to my conversation with Jürgen Klopp and it reveals how he shares his uh, maybe his experience winning the trophy for um, Liverpool, the elusive Premier League trophy for Liverpool. He can drop that once on Friday. Then on Saturday, he can drop two quotes um, by Jurgen Klopp and put the link and share it also. On Sunday, he could make an infographic um, with maybe a quote and drop the link on Sunday. On Monday, he could make like a 30-second clip of maybe a part where Jurgen Klopp dropped some value bonds and then drop the link also and drop it. So, those who miss it on Friday will see it on Saturday. If they don't see it on Saturday, they'll see it on Sunday. If they don't see it on Sunday, they'll see it on Monday. One way or the other, you are going to get different sets of eyes for different content. I mentioned video content, I mentioned infographic, I mentioned written content, and I mentioned the link itself. That's four types of content, and I've not even scratched the surface when it comes to content strategy at all. So I think that if you want to be the following, you need to be consistent with all of this because that those are one of some of the things that I have been doing. I've not been sharing audio clips yet. Um, I just want to start doing that pretty soon. But when it comes to sharing quotes, sharing the links, don't bombard people by tagging them and tagging them. It, 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 you can tag once in a while, but you know, too much of everything will mess up the whole thing and then when people see your notification notification that has your maybe handle on it they already automatically know what's coming oh man this guy has tagged me again and so you can <laughs> get you can have them getting that feeling that oh man this just this guy just wants to collect he just wants me to retweet his tweet or he wants me to share his link or something so give them a reason why they should listen to it give them a reason why they should look and say oh wow i need to listen to that either now or later I've had series like that where I engaged with content and I was in a place where I couldn't listen to whatever was going on. So I bookmarked this for later. I set a reminder, I said, okay, I need to listen to that later. I need to watch that later. So let your content be that good because people are busy, like I said earlier. And at that instant, they want to either watch it, watch it later or forget about it completely. So where would you rather have your content rank? Do you want it to be something that, oof, I can't, but I must listen to this podcast now or 
okay, I'm in a very crowded place that is noisy. I can't listen to it now. I'll listen to it later. Or, oh, man, this, this is not even worth my time at all. So I think you want your podcast to be in the first two categories rather than the third. So I'm just giving tips on how I, I, I do. Sorry, I don't usually say one, two, three, four. I really just like to make it a conversational thing where I think you get more out rather than me just stating points or just going on and on and giving you tips because at the end of the day a whole lot of the people love tips it's about action which mm-hmm. i should add helped me to build uh, my following because if i decided that okay you know what i'm not going to i'm going to wait until i get a podcast mic and all of that and i didn't take any action i'll probably never be on this podcast episode as we're speaking so i think those are the things you need to do to build and don't bother about i should i should put it that put this out because it's i've heard so many people come to me and say oh how can i start a podcast oh what should i do what should i do don't bother about the followers they will come if content is good um one of this um popular people said something said the market is unbiased the market is not out to get anybody if you're good the packet will come i have a lot of people that are queued up for my podcast that if i mention them now people are going to be like wait a minute how did you even get in touch with these guys? They just said something earlier. The internet is a great equalizer. You can reach out to anybody. You can reach out to Barack Obama as we speak. You can reach out to Trump as we speak. You can reach out to anybody, the, the president of the, um, the football federation, as FIFA. You can reach out to anybody. You can talk to anybody and ask them questions and interview them for for for. On your podcast so don't sit there and say oh well i'm in a, i'm in an area of the world where we are underprivileged and all of that everything you need is with you everything you need is right in your hands you can do it the market is unbiased if you create great content the market will find you out wherever you are whether you're recording in in a hole in the usa or you're recording in a palace in malawi or zambia or mozambique trust me if you create great content, really, really solid content that has people at the end of it saying, I learned one or two or more things that they can't even count the number of things that they learned, then your followers will find you. They will come in tits and bits. They won't come like an ocean flood or something, but they will definitely come. And what's that thing is to say about little drops of water? Well, you get it. So I think you need to um, just be consistent. Get the one follower on Tuesday and then the other follower on Wednesday, and then the next Monday you earn another follower, and then the next Saturday you get another follower. And then by the next month, you probably have 10, that you really can't explain how you got them, but you know that they were attracted, that you were not the one that tied the rope on their neck and dragged them and said, by force, you must listen to this podcast. No, they came of their own accord. They like your brand. And you know the funny thing about people coming of their own accord? Then you get to benefit from the best marketing tool ever. Guess what it is? word of mouth marketing people mm. start talking about your brand people start saying oh wow have you listened to have you listened to have you heard that guy have you oh did you hear what this person oh, oh did you and then people start quoting you and then they start sharing your link without you even telling them anything so we need to go the easy it's a longer process but it's the easier round. trust me if you drop value bombs i'm sure this podcast now i'm not bragging but i'm sure this podcast will be listened to again and again and again by people who are into podcasting because of everything that we've spoken about 
and they will keep going back to it again. And then when they forget, they say, oh, I heard this guy say something. Let me go back and listen to it again. And then they will share it or they will save it or they will download it so that they can listen to it again and again and again. That's what we call quality content. That's what we call the content that will bring in people that will just come and follow. And they'll just find themselves following the brand. If you ask them why, they'll say, oh, I just like it. They won't really have... They won't be able to say, oh, this is what they're doing. But if you ask them, say, oh, I just like the brand. I like the way the guy talks. I like the way they present. It won't be necessarily key key points, so to speak, but they will just be following the brand. So I, I think that those are the things. If you're starting out or you already have a podcast, those are some of the things that you should do that I did that will earn you not a million followers overnight, but it will earn you the followers bit by bit. Um, just to you know, just to um, add on to the point that you made about um, guests, um, of course, you know one of the first X Minute podcasts, you know, episodes that really stands out to me was uh, the one you did with the gentleman um, from the is it C I E S? Um, oh yeah, yeah, um, Mario Liu. Mario, um, yes, yeah, yeah um, the digital result, founder of Result Sport, yeah. Immediately, I saw that, you know, I was like, oh, wow, you got him on your show. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, as soon as I said that, I was like, wow, you know. And, you know, that's an episode I've listened to back several times because myself, obviously, um, working in football and um, trying to learn about, you know, um, how, why and how some clubs are successful with their contents mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. engagement with the fans online. Um, you know, it was just uh, so many, so many lessons in that episode. I'll definitely recommend that episode for those who um, really want to learn um, what the top clubs or what the top professionals um, mm. are doing in, you know, professional football clubs to engage fans. Um, it's definitely an episode to listen to. Um, in terms of reaching out to people, um, I'll say one thing that has helped me a little bit um, is um a well-crafted message you know when i first reached I, I i understand you know when i first started reaching out to people to come on the podcast you know some people who you know i know a lot of people sometimes receive a lot of messages you know people you know you know for example if you have a linkedin account you know how many messages people send you um <laughs> so um you know you don't always you don't always have time to respond to all of them and some of them you just kind of dismiss because you're just like oh what does this person want um so um in that case, um, you know, it's very important that your, your message is well-crafted and straight to the point. Um, a lot of people prefer for you to state your, your, you know, your objective or what your point is immediately so that they can, you know, um, see whether what you're saying is actually of any value. Um, the other thing that I've done is what I do is I send a message and I also send um, the logo of my podcast. So they know that, you know, um, I send them a logo of my podcast, a link to my podcast and the message so that they know that okay yeah this guy isn't just pulling my leg he's not just messing messing me about um and he's not going to use the the audio for any type of um malicious or weird uh, motive because i know i i know you know <laughs> we live in a world where people can edit audio <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so people very you know people are very um suspicious of people so yeah, yeah. it's very important yeah. that you know you make it clear that, you know, this is who I am and this is what I want to do. And this is why I, I need you to help me. You know, this is what you can bring. You know, this is the value that you bring. Um, so, you know, um, this is why I love podcasts, you know, because you know, it gives people the chance, you know, people that, you know, may never step in the same room with each other, the chance to share mm. great conversations with people, you know, 
it's almost like we're, we're, we're a fly on the wall and we're just listening in, you know, and we're just taking in all the value, you know, that's, that's what I love about podcasts. So of course, you know, one of the questions, of course, that I would like to know is, um, how many episodes have you completed? Um, and how do you continue to evolve, um, the episodes for the podcast? Okay. Um, the last episode I recorded was, um, episode 105 and um uh, it's been a journey um uh, this is part where i ask for a tg and i start feeling emotional because um i really don't know how i got through 105 episodes (laughs) trust me i can count off and there was this time i sat down and i was trying to you know count on my fingers the number of people i featured and i had to use each finger like three or four times um, because um, I just kept going through a long list of people and how I managed to get in touch with these people, how I managed to, um, because people are busy. So you have to 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 um, flow with them. If you're trying to drag them away from their shadow, then there's going to be that conflict in, inside their head. So um, for me, 105 episodes so far, the toughest one has to be um, okay, I will not say the episode now so that people don't rush through it and say, okay, what, what was there, what's there, what's there, but it was a particular episode, it was pretty long, and um, before we even were able to do the podcast, it was a talk of war, but it was one of the other ways I also evolved, um, it was one of the other ways where I also learned that people are people, and I know that that sounds somehow, but if you if you have a show where it's just your one-man show, then that's fine. But when you have to bring other people on, then you have to consider the shadow. Then you have to consider what's comfortable for them, not you. Then, because that's when they are going to be able to bring their best along. It's just like letting the horse um, drink the water, be thirsty, and let it get in the stream and drink water, rather than forcing it to the stream. So I think if you want to get the best um, from, for your podcast, um, you need to be able to tie yourself, yourself to people's shadow and not tie them to your own shadow because that's more difficult. So um, as regards how I continue to evolve the show, well, consistency has its way of doing things. Um, let me put it that way because I've not really sat down and documented and said, okay, so how did that evolve from episode 50 to episode 85? What were the things I did? In between those 30 episodes that makes episode 50 different from episode 85 um, it's just about consistency i listen to my podcast recording a lot so i i try to i try to okay okay you know what this is what you did here that wasn't right um you grouped here and i think you need to stop excuse me sort that out in the next episode of the podcast so like i mentioned earlier uh, there was a time I was just studying basically the ending of my podcast, how I ended the last two minutes, the last 30 seconds of my podcast. So I needed introductory speech and um, or intro speech and outro speech, if you can put it that way. So I needed to know how to effortlessly take the listener on a journey and say, hey, hello, welcome to yet another episode of the First Next Minutes podcast. I'm your host. Then you know what line comes next, then what line comes next, then what line comes next. Okay, do you insert a joke somewhere in the middle or do you just introduce your guests directly? Then when, they have, when you have introduced them, then what's the topic flow? 
Then when you're done talking about the topics, do you want to add another joke or do you just want to end the podcast um, just like that? So it's like a radio show also. You're not just going to start a radio show and the person just going to start from without even introducing the guests, without even talking about what they're going to be talking about the show. So it's the same thing. There has to be a flow because you have you are not the only one. You're going to have people, audience, um, tuning also to the podcast. And I just say that when you feature somebody and then you bring them on your show, they have the right to either share it or not. If they listen to it and see that it's not quality enough, they will not share it. I've been there before. They will not share it at all because they feel like, okay, you didn't do good enough job. And a lot of people, they are looking out for their brand image, regardless of whether they've been on that podcast episode or not. If they feel you've not done quality job, they will probably not be sharing it on their timeline or probably be sharing it with friends. And that does a disservice to you because you might need to feature them maybe the next two years. Maybe they're now in a new position. Maybe they're now in a new office and you want to talk to them about their experience in that office. They might probably decline your message because their first experience with your brand was not good. So um, those are just a few things I've done um, for the podcast brand evolving from episode one. I remember episode one, I was recorded with four friends. It was very, very noisy. It was terrifyingly noisy. And then... I think episode seven or eight, I did it while I was on the road to watch a game and then everything was being heard. My panting, the road, the cars that were driving on the road, stadium noise and everything. So everything combined together to make the experience. So that could have easily discouraged anybody from listening to the podcast for the consistency to do it uh, more in, in a quiet place um, and use all the tips that DJ mentioned earlier in the show. Um, helped me to get to 105 um, episodes. I'm still looking forward to the day where I record um, episode 999 because that number is, I don't know what that number is really special to me, episode 999. And um, until then, we keep evolving, learning new tricks. Of course, learning, you can never stop learning. Learning from the best people that are doing it on top, top level. I mean, I listen to some podcasts and I just, I, I just shiver like, really, when are we going to get to this um, level where the sound mix and everything is perfect, but of course, Rome wasn't built in a day. And if you're starting your podcast, don't be in a hurry. Everything will fall in place as long as you're consistent and as long as you're paying attention to the things that you are doing right and also to the things that you're not doing right and correcting them as you go along in your journey. So, um, you know, uh, you, you, you definitely gave us a lot to, to think about there. Um, and obviously, with, with the experience that you have gotten from um all these episodes all these guests um you know of course people you know people always want to know they always want to you know get an inside view as to you know um how things work or how things don't work and of course you know one of the questions we of course have to ask you is what have been some challenges or maybe barriers that you faced whilst um you know um developing or progressing your podcast i'm thinking i'm trying to think because it's been a long journey and um of course one of the things um equipment which way you start out of course might be one of the major issues yeah I, I might be contradicting what i said earlier and say you can start from anywhere but there's a difference between recording your podcast with your phone and recording with a dedicated mic the sound will be better um the sound will be, the, the, there'll be a different quality of sound definitely so um this was some of the first issues i i i had uh of course reaching out to people complete total strangers and trying to buy them buy them over um, and say okay you know what 
this is my podcast. I'd like you to come on in, to come on board, talk to us about football. Yeah, they want to talk about football, but are they sure they want to talk to you? Because, like you just said, it's a funny place, this world now, and everybody's skeptical about the next guy. So you just suddenly pop in somebody's messenger or something and you say you want to feature them. Even if your message is very, very well crafted, they're going to bat the second eyelid and like, okay, who's this guy? And they're probably going to do some looking up. So back then, thank God for some of the antecedents I already had. I'd already featured in radio station, a couple of radio stations. I'd already featured on a few platforms, international, global platforms. So most times when people checked me up online and they saw what I've done, so they were like, okay, you know what? Let's, let's, let's do something with this guy. Let's do something with this guy. So that might be an issue for you if you are just starting out. I mean, you need to build a profile. Yes, you are you, but then again, you need to you might need to reach out to some top profiles who will bring more um what's the word now? Quality to your podcast and they will bring that credibility to your podcast. I mean, they just said something about my podcast earlier. I was able to bring somebody from um Top Shots that worked with um so many football brands and then it's to an extent it helped with the credibility of the podcast because a whole lot of people just kept asking me. They were even asking about the guy. They were asking about me. How did you get this guy? Like, what, what, what did you do? What did you say? What did you, how did it transpire? I'm like, well, it's just the internet. The internet does what the internet does. I mean, if you know how to harness the power of the internet. So um, these are some of the few challenges that I had to overcome um, while growing, growing the podcast. And of course, consistency was also a challenge I had to, I'm still overcoming. Because um, there are some days you just don't want to do anything. You don't feel like it at all. It's not every time. Because you love podcasts or because you love talking about maybe shoes or books or music, you think you're going to want to talk about it every day. There are some days you don't even, I don't just even feel like it at all. But you have to, you have to beat that inertia to, 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 to do something. You just have to put something out there. And when, I'm saying, when I say podcast now, please, listeners, it goes way beyond just recording it's also about putting out word about the podcast sometimes i'm like the podcast is ready and deji if you remember there was one yeah i have to put this one out because deji accosted me later there was this podcast episode i recorded with a coach in nigeria and um i didn't know and then deji probably knew when we recorded the podcast and he was probably waiting for the episode first week second week third week so when I later published the episode, Deji tweeted at me as like, wow, like finally you guys were able to produce <laughs> this episode of the podcast. Because I knew, I, to an extent, you must have known probably when we were working and we were exchanging conversations and all of that. And I, the podcast was just there for like a month on my system. And there was just, I didn't want to. I knew it was quality content. I knew it was content that the world needed to listen to but there was just that it's not laziness and it's not procrastination sometimes life happens ladies and gentlemen sometimes life happens and you need to be able to overcome the especially if you are a one-man team i mean assuming if i was just a content producer i would have just recorded handed it over to the editing team and they would have done what they do best but i had to record then i had to edit to make it up to standard then I also have to share the word or spread the word on social media. So I think it's important for you to 
not just be um, about the passion. Oh, I'm passionate about talking about gadgets. Excuse me, I'm passionate about talking about phones or books. I've mentioned books twice. Or music, I've mentioned music three times on this podcast. But you need to also be wary of that time where you know that the passion is there, but you know that you don't have the energy. You'd rather do something else. At that instant, you'd rather do something else than edit that podcast or talk about the podcast. So at that time is when you need more energy. You know, when, when you're doing something you're passionate about, people will say, oh, you, you, you don't need to exert that much energy. Sometimes you need to exert energy, not because you're not passionate about it, but because you have to overcome your initiative to not do anything. So I, I think those are one of the other challenges that I'm still overcoming. I've not overcome it yet. There are some days, we call them the lazy days, where you're just like, ah, man, I don't want to do anything on this podcast, but you just still have to push yourself and put something out there if not for the sake of your brand at least for the sake of the audience that you have built over a while and you would not afford or you don't want to afford um to lose so those are some of the things that um i'm doing to evolve the first x minutes brand mm. um so you know um with everything you said um i think you know we can definitely see that there's a whole process there's a whole um you know there's a passion behind it there's a there's a real um uh, research and uh, you know it's not just something that you just you know you just wake up and let me just record this you know let me see how it goes <laughs> so um of course you know we have to ask what's your what's your long-term goal what's your vision um for um yourself or the podcast in the future wow that's one i wake up every day i look at it again i say it to myself i look in the mirror I say to myself, sometimes I want to put a number on the number of guests I'd like to have, you know, and say maybe one million. I mean, there should be one million football fans in the world. Like, there should be. But I said to myself, yeah, maybe one million football fans I'll talk to, maybe more, but can be less. But on the overall, I just have one to make it the most. Oh, let me check my goal book, just a minute, just to be sure that we are in line. Yes. Oh yeah, so this is my, um, it's stored on the list of goals that I have. I'm happily and proudly running the most popular and most listened to football podcast in the world. So, you know, um, well, so with saying that, of course, you know, a question um, that I'd have to follow up with them. So how regularly do you check um, things like uh, the analytics and the, um, the podcasting tables um, in Nigeria? I, I don't, sadly. I don't know if that's good or bad, but I tell my guests I don't bother about the analytics. I know that's bad, but I could care less. Trust me. I, 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 I could I, care I, less. I just want to talk about... Am I what? Oh, sorry. I was just about to say that I can see where you're coming from because I think sometimes I've heard people say that sometimes people get too drawn into the analytics. And yeah! It, <laughs> it stops them from being able to, um, to, to properly focus on, you know, the task ahead, or maybe to not even um, be thinking about the quality, but the quantity, you know. Exactly. The, the thing about this game is, well, uh, well everything like is a game. The podcasting game is maybe very much different from the um, blogging, right? That's, that's a blogging, writing, and um, other kind of games, because you want to check and say oh where's my podcast ranking in maybe a particular state so where it's ranking in a particular city or country and then 
maybe if you don't find yourself near the top of the table and then you feel discouraged, uh, what's the point? Why am I running? Why am I running that skeleton and recording podcast and doing all of that? But everything that I do about this brand is intentional, including not looking at the brands. I hear some people sometimes say, um, some of my friends say in Lagos, oh, your podcast is doing fine and all that. Yeah, well, that's cool. That's great news. But I'd rather not look there. I'd rather not look at that angle. I'd rather just, you know, let's just, let's just create great content. The funny thing with great content, I said it earlier, and I'll say it again. If your content is consistent enough in the place of production and in the place of quality, your followers will come. You will rise through the ranks. It's not, it's not, it's not magic. It's just, it's just two plus two is four. If there's a science to it. I mean, if you find, go look for an episode that is maybe 1,000, uh, sorry, a podcast that has 1,000 episodes and check the number of subscribers. If it is quality, if the guests they're bringing on is, they're amazing and they always drop value bombs and they're always helpful and they're always trying to teach you something new, they're going to have their own special subscribers. Now, you can imagine a top football podcast. I mean, they have maybe 50,000. I've seen those that have 140 something thousand. And they've not even scratched the surface when it comes to the number of football fans that we have the world over. I mean, I always have the mathematics. If we have, say, 8 billion people in the world, give or take 1 billion or so should be football fans in the whole wide world. So, your, your, let me use this line your customers are out there. Let me put it that way if I should put it that way. Your audience, they're out there. They're waiting for you to create content. So why bother yourself about uh, I'm ranking number five, I'm ranking number four. I mean, rankings is even a, it's, it's a way to, it's a deceiving, it's deceiving to an extent. Because when you start ranking number two, then you start feeling like, oh yeah, mama made it. So what? Should you stop at that point? Should you say, oh yeah, now yeah, I've achieved my aim and ambition in life, then I'm going to just relax and be taken care of. Like, the popular quotes in Nigeria. So I, I, I think rankings deceive. And I've never spoken or even looked at it from this point of view before. Usually, I just tell my guests, I'm really not bothered about the metrics. I'm really not bothered about whether one person listens to this or 50 million people listens to this. Yeah, of course, I'm excited when I, I drop a podcast and within one hour or two, 30 people listen to it. That's great. That's fine. But for Rankings are, yeah, yeah, well, maybe when it comes to the advertising aspect, then you need rankings to say, oh, it's the most listened to podcast in Nigeria, football podcast in Nigeria, I mean, and all of that. But it's deceiving, basically. And if you're starting out, or maybe you've spent two or three years in the podcasting industry, maybe you should not start thinking about advertising now. Maybe, I mean, build your, build your following. Beautiful. I know, yeah. Other motivational speakers might have something. I'm not even a motivational speaker. Yet. Other motivational speakers might have these thinking so, oh, you need to make money from your passion and all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. But stop and think. These days, there's um, CPM, COSPA, um, there's something about podcast advertising and all of that. So um, the advertisers will pay you based on the amount of listeners or listens you have per episode or the whole brand as a whole. Now, you can't necessarily make serious money unless you're having maybe say 10,000 listens or 50,000 listens or something. 
do you even have 1,000 listeners now? And then you're busy checking the ranking every day, Monday to Saturday, you're checking the ranking. But instead of you to create content, you're not creating content. Why not switch the energy? Give less energy to checking the rank. Let the rankings take care of themselves. So what if you're 20th on the ranking, but then you're doing well when it comes to content, and a whole lot of people are referring to you or talking about you in, the, in your industry circle, and they say nice things about you. Which way would you rather have? Would you rather have the wins of the rankings, or would you rather have the wins of, oh wow, that brand is a solid brand when it comes to podcasting about XYZ industry? So I think we need to change perspective, which I have even, from everything I've said, I'm learning now. I used to even check up on it probably once in two months, but I'll probably just do my boundaries again forever. I'll probably check maybe next year or something. Because I just want to create content, solid content that people can always refer to and say, wow, these people said this, or these people said that, or he brought X and Y, X, X and Y, Z um, guests. And they helped us to have a different perspective of football. You can just imagine the podcast episode you were talking about, DJ, where I brought on my review. We've done that for like, what, two months now, but we're still talking about it. Now that's solid content. That's great content. So please, dear listener, you need to focus on great content rather than ranking. But the rankings, it's just, they're just metrics. Yeah, the metrics, yeah, good and bad, I know, but focus your energy on creating great content. Always, now, tomorrow, and forever. The rankings will take care of themselves. Mm. Um, well, we've come to the end of the show and it's been fantastic having you. But um, just before we so finish... Much. Um, I do want to um, ask a question, which I know it wasn't planned, but, you know, it's just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just a bit of a spontaneous question, you know, one that, you know, I want to see what comes off the top of your head, you know, just, you know, fresh. Um, of course, you know, this whole episode has been about podcasting. It's been about the love of sports, the love of football, the love of, you know, your passion um, and uh, content creation also. Um, fan engagement um, and you know a host of other topics now um, of course I have to ask you know I want to get three I want to get three podcasts from each side so I want you to give the listeners three of your favorite Nigerian podcasts um, and why just a short just a short little <laughs> and three of your favorite uh, foreign um, podcasts and they do oh. They don't have to be sports related, um, if uh, if if your favourites are not sports related, but you know they can. Obviously, a lot of people love sports, so go ahead. Just they, you, why, why are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I never I never expected it. But I mean, <laughs> wow, 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 wow. <laughs> okay, um, let me start from. <laughs> I'm just laughing. Let me start from Tori said. Um, I do, um, just for the record, I do 24 hours. Out of the 168 hours I have in a week, I do at least 20 hours of podcast every week. Um, that's listening to various podcasts. So um, asking me to pick the favorite is like putting a gun to my head and asking me to probably the only and for some reason. It's really, really, really difficult. But um, I'm going to have to... Um, slide the other podcasters and just have to pick the three um, best podcasts. My best podcast and um, 
uh, one of the best ones I listened to is um, the BBC World Service for, uh, World Football. And there's a podcast like that. Um, and the reason why I listen to it is because they, when they talk about football, they touch on almost every country. I've heard about football in Australia. I've heard about football in Turkey. On this podcast, um, I've heard about football in Belarus. Um, I've heard about football in the Czech Republic. It was on this same podcast I learned that um, about the 1970 World Cup. There's a specific, that, that comes highly recommended. If you're, a, if you're a football fan, just check for um, the BBC World Service um, World Football Podcast. Yes, it's the, the title is World Football. And um, there's a specific podcast about 1970. The title is 1970 wasn't football. It was like Cirque du Soleil. So um, it was basically about it. It's like a history where they brought in, they even brought in players who played um, in that um, World Cup for Brazil. So I was there, I learned that um, there wasn't even anything like advertising or all these marketing things that we now know football to be. It was just basically football before marketing took over. Um, the second podcast... <laughs> That you don't have to do with that in this moment. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of all the podcasts in my head. And I'm thinking, wow, I should say this. I should mention this. I should mention this. But um, another one that I listen to regularly has to be the Gary B, um, Gary B show experience. And um, oh, yeah. I listen to it because um, Gary is a kind of person who preaches a lot about consistency. He preaches a lot about content strategy and management. It preaches a lot about how, what the real definition of happiness should be. And um, I think that every time I listen to each episode that I listen to, I always get that extra motivation to be consistent, to stay in the game, to not um, lose focus and to not um, lose um, the target, the goal, what the goal is. The goal is not um, some arbitrary amount of money that you want to have or something. I mean, the goal should be consistently producing good content. So that's for the foreign team now. That's the second uh, podcast that I um, really, really, really love. And when it comes to the third one, I think I just have to say the Tony Robbins show, um, the Tony Robbins podcast. And that's because Tony Robbins is Tony Robbins. Um, he, his voice is, what, one thing I find popular to him is his voice and how he helps you to have a different perspective to life and how he helps you to understand that look, the, yet, the best is yet to uh, begin. If you think you're achieving your best now, there's still an extra amount that you can go and um, you can also be the best that you can be. Special, I have to, Deji, please, I have to make special shout outs because I feel guilty already that there's so many podcast episodes <laughs> I've not mentioned, I've not touched on um, the price of football, Bloomberg's business of sports, um, the Steve Harvey show, um, a special shout out to, to the Total Football show, something you should know, um, ESPN FC and Talk Sport Daily, um, how could I have forgotten, Code of the Day. Um, agents of change, digital marketer, the great players podcast. I've just given you out like 20 already. So <laughs> I think that's for the international scene. Now, when it comes to the Nigerian scene, it's a bit difficult because there aren't so many people podcasting in Nigeria. Um, and um, uh, let me say, podcasting about football. Let me put it that way. 
before some people come and bite my head and say, ah, how can I say we are not podcasting Nigeria? Yes, people are podcasting Nigeria. I didn't say we are not podcasting. I'm just saying, in the football industry, there are a whole lot of people that are podcasting, podcasting like that. So, uh, and I have to be honest with you, I really don't have specific podcasts um, that are my favorites in Nigeria. Um, maybe that's because I've given a whole lot of attention to the international podcasting industry so much so that i've not even um really scratched the surface um in nigeria so this might be me putting myself at a disadvantage here and then podcasters from the country will listen and say well, this guy doesn't care about us it's, even that, but it's just that um this is a reality check for me that okay you've actually been listening to so much international podcasts maybe it's time to come back home and start listening to podcasts in the country. So, yeah, there's Jamit FM. I think that's one of the podcasts being um, run by one of my friends um, in Nigeria. I think that's one of the favorite also because it's a perfect blend of um, all kinds of podcasts um, in one. I think music, history, it's just basically that kind of podcast where, you know, if you need anything um, around maybe history, um, what's it called now? History, anything that is not necessarily maybe sports related, of course, you definitely find it on, on, on that podcast. So that's the only one that has that, okay, consistency and the solid and the keep it going on the Nigerian scene. So um, that was me answering David's um, question, which was, for the record, not on the script. It caught me off guard. Which one? <laughs> um thank you thank you thank you for that um you know um i definitely you know i feel like there's so many great podcasts out there i i you know i always want to get people to see that you know if you there's so many topics that you want to learn about podcasts you know whilst you're walking whilst you're driving whilst you're cleaning you know doing anything you can just you know just be sitting down and just relaxing and you listen to a podcast mm. and you know they yeah um you know they're telling you so many different things um definitely one of the podcasts as you mentioned that influenced me myself uh was the gary v podcast um his understanding of uh, uh, of digital media um, mm. and uh, the usefulness uh, of it um and um the fact that he was always ahead of his time in terms of um uh, understanding where audiences are going um, these are the things, you know, which really got me into his podcast. So I was like, wow, this guy, you know, he knows what he's talking about. True, um, true. Sorry, what were you going to say? I said true. That's true. Um, so, you know, definitely some really, really great podcasts out there. And of course, um, another great podcast you have to mention, the First X Minute podcast. <laughs> so, um, um, of course, we've come to the end of the show and for people listening, you know, who want to ask you some questions or maybe want to follow you to keep up with your content, um, where's the best place to find that and to, or to follow you on? Um, I would say the first experience podcast, <laughs> but most of the time, there are a whole lot of other people talking, they're not me. Um, I'm just like, I'm just trying to get the perspective of others. So, um, I used to have a blog book. Um, I'm just revamping. So the best place is on Twitter at papi underscore the great. That's at P A P I underscore B T H E great. G R E A T. Papi underscore the great. That's one of the best places to um, check me out. Send me a message. I'm always available to talk. Um, 
I have to, you know, thank you again for coming on the podcast. Um, it's been a pleasure having you. Thank you so much, JJ. It was fun doing this because um, I'm going to be taking notes. I will be listening to this and um, there's so many things I mentioned and when I was talking about them, I was like, I've never seen podcasts from this perspective. So I'm just definitely going to be listening in again, um, taking notes and then putting, of course, everything into action, which is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, thank you again for everyone that is listening. This has been the Ninja on the Ball podcast where we are on the ball with the people that know. Thank you.